Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Drunk Gossip. Uh, today is President's Day, and in honor of that, I am drinking mojitos. Mojitos are my favorite, so um, you'll be hearing me drink those a lot. I'm coming to you live from New York City and the Drunk Gossip Studios. Um, we're going to start today talking about uh, Riverdale. Um, I had been the show on Netflix and loved it. Um, and season two, I'm waiting for it to come out on Netflix. I know it's on CW, but who watches shows every week anymore? We, at least I just binge them. Um, so, Riverdale is doing a musical episode. It's going to revolve around Carrie the musical. Um, yes, I'm still battling that cold, but it's getting better. And I promise you, you will get a cough-free podcast one of these days. Um, back to Riverdale. Um, so they're doing this huge musical episode, and all the cast was on board. They were like, yes, let's do this. This is great. It's awesome. Except for Cole Sprouse. He was like, no, dude, I don't think. Um, and the creator and showrunner was like, okay, you know, not a problem. You'll still be a really big part of the show, but you don't have to sing. Um, allegedly Cole Sprouse made a comment about how he never sang for Disney. And I had planned on making a joke about him just showing his penis, but apparently that was his brother Dylan and not Cole. And I did not want a bunch of angry emails telling me that there's a difference. So, I guess no penis joke about them, at least today. Uh, the The creator made a comment to TV Line about how it's a, uh, the High School Musical is kind of a rite of passage. Um, and I watch a lot, a lot of teenage shows, and I don't know that that's exactly true. I don't remember a musical episode of Dawson's Creek, um, probably the quintessential high school show for my generation at least um and I don't really remember 90210 doing one um but music was incorporated into 90210 a lot because um David played by the gorgeous Brian Austin Green uh, wanted to be a musician and was actually working towards that um so I'm really con- confused about this whole Cole Sprouse sing. Um, I don't know why he doesn't sing. Apparently at the rap party for season one, the cast went out and was having a really good time and put on a variety show, all except for Cole. Um, apparently he just sat there drinking, which, nothing wrong with that. I sit there drinking, so, you know, not one to toss stones. Uh, but it is rather interesting to me that he has chosen to go this route. Um, many Disney stars, Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, um, and uh, Miley Cyrus is probably most famously, along with um, even Britney and Justin Timberlake. Uh, Britney Spears, obviously not Britney Timberlake, because Britney and Justin broke up. Sad. Um... 
but they all all of them went on to have very successful music careers. Uh, Selena and Demi still act a little bit, I believe. Um, Britney has acted. She was in Crossroad, which just turned 16. Um, and she's done guest spots on Will and & Grace and How I Met Your Mother. And, of course, Justin Timberlake. Or, as he's known in the blogosphere, Justin Timbersnake, because apparently he's a douche, um, has famously... He, I mean, he's one of the most successful solo artists of all time. He's also been in movies like uh, The Social Network. Um, he was in Trolls. So it's it's really interesting to me that Cole Sprouse is probably the only one who is just sticking to acting. Maybe he can't sing. I can't sing. Um, or maybe there's something else going on. I don't know. But let me refresh my mojito and I will be right back. Alright guys, I'm back. Um, I just had to make um, another mojito real fast. How great is it that having this podcast allows me to drink during work hours? If my other bosses knew I'd probably be in trouble, but I can just claim it's for my job. My other job now. Um, So let's get into Jennifer Lawrence, Carly Kloss, and Taylor Swift. This is a weird sort of, um, I want to call it a love triangle, but it's more like a, like a Mean Girls Hollywood edition type thing. Um, so Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift were best friends. Um, some of the gossip world say that they were lovers. Um, and so, it, I mean, I totally see it. They would make a beautiful couple. Like, if they were lesbian lovers, I would just, I would adore them. Um, and then something happened, and Carly Klaus, as we mentioned earlier, um, I believe in a, one of the blind items that we did, Carly Klaus then started just hanging out with Katy Perry and, like, just really rubbing it in Taylor Swift's face because Taylor Swift hates Katy Perry. So how does Jennifer Lawrence fit into all of this? I'm glad you asked because I don't know. Um, as far as I know, she and, um, Jennifer Lawrence and Taylor Swift was, were never really friends. Um, maybe she's just a gossip hound like the rest of us. Like, you know, it fits with her down-home, oh-shucksy-doodles persona that she's tried to, um, maintain ever since she hit the big time with the Hunger Games. Um, but she's going around um, doing interviews for her new movie, The Red Sparrow, and she's talking about Carly Klaus and and Taylor Swift, and she's like, oh my god, I want to know, are they, like, still friends? What's going on with them? It's keeping me up at night, blah, blah, blah. Um, I've been a gossip columnist, a gossip blogger, now a gossip podcaster, um, and trust me, none of these stories keep me up at night. Unless we're talking about Jake Gyllenhaal coming out. And then, yes, that keeps me up at night. Um, So I'm not really sure what Jennifer's stake in this is. I had a thought as I was talking about this, and maybe it's just because she's promoting a movie and really needs to get the press because um, her last couple of movies have bombed at the box office. um, And... There's word that uh, she's not as popular. Her Q rating, which for those of you who don't know, a Q rating is um, basically um, 
equivalent to how popular our star is. Um, and they say that her Q rating is very low. I kind of really doubt that because people really love Jennifer Lawrence. You know, yes, there's a lot of haters on the gossip blogs. But I'm always very surprised when people are like, oh yeah, I love, I love her. Um, her movie Mother bombed. But people don't blame her. They say her performance was perfection. It was great. It was wonderful. They blamed the director, Darren um, Afronsky, or however you say his name. I don't know. I don't like him enough. He seems um, like a douchebag. Anyways, um, the other rumor, and this is why I wanted to talk about it, is that Jennifer Lawrence is sick of the people in the blogosphere, in the gossip world, being mean and nasty about her. And they, she wants to kind of throw some shade Taylor Swift's way and like, hey, you know, there's more to that friendship than what's really going on. And she's doing it in the shadiest possible way. That way Taylor can't come back and be like, yo, I'm going to write a song about you now because you talk shit about me. Um, and yes, I actually believe Taylor Swift talks like that because I have to. Nobody's as good and nice as she purports to be. Um, so yes, I, I really do believe that she would say yo and, and just threaten to write a song about somebody. Um, if you don't, I think you need to talk to John Mayer, um, Katy Perry herself, uh, Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal. The girl has dated a lot of gay men. Um, allegedly gay. Don't want to get sued now, do we? Um, but Jennifer, if you're listening to this podcast, do not use Taylor Swift to promote your movie. The movie should stand on its own. And I need another drink. So I will be right back. Alright guys, this normally is a segment where it's a little bit longer. It's going to be the same today, but it's going to be done a little bit differently. Um, the two people we're going to be talking about are Oprah Winfrey and Donald Trump. Um, but I think we're going to talk about the Trump part of this in the next segment. Um, for this segment, we're going to talk about Oprah. Um, everyone knows by now, and if you don't, um, I want to know what rock you've been hiding under so I can hide under it too. Um, at the Golden Globes... Oprah was given a Lifetime Achievement Award and gave this rousing speech about equality and Me Too and just all of this really, really good stuff. And speculation immediately hit, um, not just the gossip blogs, but also, um, but also the mainstream media that she was contemplating running for president. Um... And in the days that followed, Democrats got really energized, and they're like, yes, Oprah 2020. Republicans were like, hey, UMFR said that Trump shouldn't be president because he's a, he was a billionaire with no political experience, but now you're championing someone who has no political experience and is also a billionaire, and how hypocritical. And they were right. Um, I love Oprah. I think Oprah is wonderful. Um, and I think she does a lot of good in the world. Um, I would feel less nasty about myself voting for her than other people in the in, uh, um, same position. However, it would still be very hypocritical um, to vote for 
Oprah when uh, she really doesn't have the experience and she doesn't have that, um, she's never really run anything high, high profile like a country before. Um, yeah, she runs Harpo Studios and, um, she has OWN, but OWN is also owned by Discovery who, you know, they have people there to help her, um, you know, and again, I'm not saying that Oprah is incapable of doing it. I'm just saying she shouldn't run. And she agreed with me. She um, went on 60 Minutes and said, you know, it's just not in my DNA. I'm not going to do this. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and I think we're we're better for her not doing it. Um, you know, I, I think that there's something to be said for our leaders having some some experience and and knowing what their limitations are um you know she Oprah could have put together a fantastic cabinet got a really skilled very um just wonderful vice president behind her and she could have run um, but the fact that she's took a step back and thought about what was best for the country and not for her says a lot about her character, I believe. Um, so what all this is leading to is Trump has been very um, antagonistic towards her. He wants her to run. All the polls have said if she runs, she beats him. Now, I know they said the same thing about Hillary Clinton, but there's a big, basic difference between Hillary Clinton and Oprah Winfrey. And that is, people love Oprah. She is beloved. There's very, 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 very few, if any, people who hate her. Um, Hillary Clinton, on the other hand, I'm one of the people who happens to love her. Um, but she's very um, love or hate. There's no in-between. Um, and she doesn't appeal to Republicans, especially ones that are kind of on the fence about um, whether to vote for the candidate who is massively unqualified or vote for a Democrat. Um, you know, there there can be lots of debate about that, but that the one universal truth is Oprah is beloved. Hillary Clinton is not. Um, that's not to say that Hillary Clinton is incapable or not qualified. She's just not as popular as Oprah. Let me get another mojito and I will be right Okay, so now let's talk about the Donald Trump of it all. Um, last week, there was this horrible, horrible school shooting. 17 are dead. Um, there's injured. The country is divided. Everyone's fighting about gun control. And what we need to do about it, we are not going to talk about that here because this is a gossip podcast, not a political podcast. Um, I just feel the need to get that out of the way right away um, because I don't want to get into that debate um, in the comment section or emails or anything like that. Um, But what I do want to talk about is how Trump has decided to make Oprah his target for everything now. Um, when she, when it was rumored that she was going to run, 
he was like, yeah, let me bring her down. Like, let her run and I will destroy her. Um, and just, you know, all this really, really ridiculous stuff. Um, he stopped short of saying that he would have her investigated, but if if the debates with Hillary Clinton were any indication, he was going there. He was going. He's going to say that about whomever runs against him because if he doesn't, there's no way to rile up his base. It's a very um, it's a shrinking um, market right now from everything that I've read. Um, but over this weekend. After Friday, it was announced that Special Counsel Robert Mueller had handed down 13 indictments against um, Russians for meddling in the election. Um, And now this would have been a good point for him to say, okay, yes, Russia meddled. Boom. Okay, you know, the Special Counsel is on it. We are going to make sure that these motherfuckers are are charged and and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Instead, and this is no surprise to people who are not supporters of the man, he made it all about him. He said, oh yeah, Russia meddled, but no collusion, don't look at me. This was not me, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, And then he just kept tweeting and tweeting and just acting like a maniac on, on social media. And... Sunday, Oprah had a special on 60 Minutes, where she's a correspondent, where she was talking to um, people who support Trump and people who don't. Um, And I don't know, I didn't watch, um, but apparently there was a segment about why people don't support him, and it set him off. Um, And he called Oprah very insecure, and... He hopes that she runs so he can demolish her like everyone else. And just all this inane stuff. Um, and it's gotten to the point now where either A, he is really threatened by anyone who could beat him in the, in the next election and he wants to scare them off. Or... He feels the news tightening around him, and he has to distract us with something. Um, you know, this Oprah-Trump feud could be interesting if she was actually going to run. But as of right now, she has made it clear she's not running. Um, and, and so it's, it's a government official attacking a private citizen. Now, we're used to this because this is what happens with um, Trump and Hillary Clinton a lot. He will go after Hillary. But for me, the main difference is he, you know, Hillary is a public figure who actually ran against him. And I can kind of see where losing the popular vote by three million would hurt a little, especially since um, questions about the legitimacy of his his victory have come into play. But Oprah has never run for public office. She has, in fact, said she would not run for public office. Um, so this is just 
a really silly rivalry. Not like the Carly Klaus, Katy Perry, and Taylor Swift stuff. Alright guys, I'm back. Um, normally the last segment of our show is about blind items. And today is not going to be any different, but it's going to be a little, um, slightly varied. Um, I don't watch reality TV, but luckily people around me do and they keep me in the loop. Um, but Amorosa, who worked in the White House with, um, or for rather, um, Donald Trump, has been letting out these little nuggets of stuff. Um, and this, this section could go, um, and be expanded too because some of the stuff that she's talking about has led to controversy, other controversies elsewhere. Um, so I'm not going to rule out doing another segment with this because, oh my goodness, it's so good. Um, so Amorosa was fired late last year and was supposed to keep getting a paycheck until... January. Um, people have debated and fought about whether she was fired or she quit. Um, but ultimately, what we've ended up with here is um, almost a conclusion that yes, she was fired. Um, and then soon after she was fired, she signed on to be on. Um, a celebrity big brother, which was CBS's attempt to counter-program the Olympics on NBC. And um, in terms of ratings, they're they're actually doing really, really well. So I'd expect another segment to earn... Um, I would expect that there to be another season of, the, of that show. Um, but when it comes to... Amorosa, she lets out the dirt. Um, she was she was talking to Ross in one segment, and she just said, "You know, he's horrible. Everyone knows he's horrible." Meaning Trump. She's like, "But you don't want him gone," which kind of smacked me because, um, with the exception of two bosses, I don't like my ex bosses all that much and if they're not at the company that we work at together anymore it's like now I feel validated I'm just petty like that I guess my sister says I'm petty so I must be um but more than that though um she started talking about Mike Pence and she's like dude is off his rocker you know he he not only talks to Jesus, but he thinks that Jesus speaks to him. Um, and so this ended up being a segment on The View. And Joy Behar talked about how it, it could be a mental illness. Um, I'm not going to debate this. Everyone has their own thoughts on religion. I have my own thoughts. This is not a religious podcast. This is not, um, even though... The last couple of segments have been political. It's not really a political, like, debate podcast. This is a fun gossip podcast. Um, But 
the ensuing controversy has been really interesting. So Joey Blade said that, and then Mike Pence got all upset about it, and you know says that the View has a a war on Christianity, and you know Megan McCain had to stick her nose in it because, as the lone conservative on the panel, it's her job to speak for. Fox News on ABC. Um, and anyways, so she said, you know, I apologize on behalf of Joy Behart, which I am surprised Joy did not reach over that table and slap her and say, you don't speak for me. Um, but that's just like one little nugget of information about the White House that Amarosa has let out. Um, there's so much more that she's, like, she's tantalizing us with all of this good gossip. It's like, I don't ever want her to be evicted. Um, I need another mojito, so let me go, and I'll be right back with the next segment. Okay. So, let's finish talking about Amorosa and her dishy little self. Okay? Um, I forgot to say in the last segment, if you don't know who Amorosa is, um... She rose to fame playing the villain on the first season of The Apprentice, and then Donald Trump just kept going back to her, bringing her back and back and back to stir stir up the pot and um, raise the ratings. Uh, if there's one thing that I really believe that he's good at, he knows reality TV. He knows what makes good TV, and he plays to that. He's magnificent when it comes to how he presents himself. Um, And there, I have done my job for the Trump supporters who listen. I hope you appreciate that I don't completely dismiss him. I just don't particularly care for him. Um, But back to Amorosa. So, all all weekend, people have been talking about sexy times at the White House and, like, who's doing what and who's doing who. So... I had to research and find out why. Um, so what had happened was... Amorosa and Brandy Glanville were having this conversation. And... Brandy was like... So... Did you sleep with him? Um, and just so everyone knows, Brandy Glanville is obviously most famous for being on Real Housewives of Orange County and being Eddie Sabrian's ex, who Leon Rhymes stole from her. Um, however, the connection that she has to Amorosa is that they both appeared on The Apprentice. Um, Brandy appeared on The Celebrity Apprentice. So, um, Amorosa was like, what do you mean? And Brandy was like, you know... There's rumors that and Amorosa was like, hey, you know, what are you talking about, lady? So Brandy finally asked her straight out, did you sleep with Donald Trump? And Amorosa was so disgusted by this. She's like, God, no, like, no, he just knows that I'm making gold. And that's why he kept bringing me back. And like, that's why he hired me to work at the White House, because he knew I could do my job, blah, blah, blah. And okay, like, that would have been enough to keep it going. You know, like, that would have got the headlines. But no, Amorosa always takes it one step further. And so Amorosa was like, I will tell you this. There is someone in the White House 
who is sleeping with everybody. The gossip blogs lit up like Christmas. Like, oh my goodness, there's all this speculation about who's sleeping with whom and what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And then there was talk about Nikki Haley again. Now, I believe we talked about Nikki Haley in one of the earlier podcasts, um, or one of the earlier episodes, excuse me, about how um, she was being dragged for... Or how Michael Wolf, the author of Fire and Fury, was dragged for um, insinuating that Trump and Nikki Haley were having this affair. Um, but so Nikki Haley thing, you know, but she doesn't really work in the White House. She works here in New York City um, at the United Nations building, as far as I know. So it's really interesting that her name came up. Um, and so the speculation is just rife, like, who is sleeping with everybody? And while there's no... Um, right now, there is no no clue, like, um, Rosa wasn't like, it's a girl, it's a guy. But some people are turning their attention to Hope Hicks, who um, is working in the communications department for... Trump. And I don't know if it's her um, or um, some have said that, you know, Jared Kushner could be using his body to try to find out all the good intel because he wants to know everything and he's, you know, he gets more security clearance than everyone else. So he gets like um, updates on all these reports, and I think I'm going to go to a third segment with this. So let me make another mojito, all right? And we will be right back. Okay, guys, I don't think I need to tell you that none of this is verified. This is all just un- unsubstantiated gossip and rumors at this point. But um, it would not be outside the realm of possibility that Jared Kushner um, would do anything to get a story because he used to own a paper here in New York City. Um... He actually ran it into the ground. Um, and it was only recently revived by another owner. But it is in his blood. And it is in his nature to try to find everything out. Now, I'm not saying that Jared Kushner is cheating on Ivanka. We, again, as I've said with other couples, we don't know what their relationship is. Um... And for all we know, it could be Ivanka. Um, Being the president's daughter does have some perks, but she doesn't get to hear all the gossip because um, according to another site, um, I believe it was Blind Gossip, um, but I would have to check my source on that and get back to you guys. But according to um, something I read online, she's actually very good at um, being very gracious and, like, meeting you and then getting out of a situation that she doesn't want to be in, i.e. when Quincy Jones allegedly took her on a date. Um, according to this, there's no way that it was a romantic date. It could have been um, so that they could talk business and then she got she found a way out of it. Um, 
because that's just who she is. She doesn't like to have a lot of personal interaction, especially if she doesn't know you that well. Um, and, you know, Amorosa, um, for those that didn't listen to the last segment, Amorosa talked about how someone in the White House is doing sexy times with just a lot of other people in the White House. Um, there is a good chance that Amorosa was just talking out of her butt. Because, again, this is what a good reality villain does. She stirs the pot. And she may have been fired, but Amorosa's bound and determined to keep stirring that pot. Um, she talked about how she campaigned for Hillary Clinton um, during this discussion um, with Brandy Glanville. Um, she also talked about how Hillary Clinton would have been exceptional. I have not seen yet why, if she believes this, why she ended up voting for Trump, other than maybe the personal connection um, that she had with him having appeared on The Apprentice. Um, yes, my mojito is out. So I might have to turn to Saki for a minute. Um, and then, and I don't know if this was designed by Amarosa or, um, if the gossip blogs were just really slow, but then the speculation turned to... Brandy Glanville sleeping with with Donald Trump when she was on Celebrity Apprentice. And, and basically, again, I don't watch reality TV, so I don't know this for sure. But apparently there was quite a few times when she should have been um, quote-unquote fired and she just kept going. And they're saying that's why they believe that um... Brandy could have slept with with Trump. But here's the thing. If it comes out that Brandy did, then this negates her whole public persona that she's built ever since the affair with Eddie Zabrian and Leon Rimes came out because she's acting like the wronged woman and my husband cheated on me and that's not okay and yada yada yada. So for her to turn around... And then sleep with somebody else's husband. That would not be okay. Um, it would it would completely destroy what little reputation she has left. Um, that being said, can you imagine if she did and she didn't? Andy Cohen, um, the producer of The Real Housewives of Orange County, where she's originally from, would throw a fit about this because he didn't know. Um, that's all. I want to say cheers to you guys. Um, hopefully the next podcast is not so political. Bye.